Today's podcast is brought to you by Lander. Based in Montreal, Canada, Lander is the world's first intelligent drag-and-drop instant mastering service by Mixed Genius. So uh, just for being a listener to today's podcast, you're going to get a free trial. All you got to do is go to Lander.com. That's L-A-N-D-R.com slash promo slash S-O-D-D. You're going to get two free MP3s of your master. Go there, check it out. Let me know what you think. But most importantly, let Lander know that Straight Out the Den sent you. Today's podcast is also brought to you by Raps and Hustles. Uh, Raps and Hustles is a website. They offer reposting services on their SoundCloud, video services, streaming services, consulting, all of the above. Um, all you got to do is just go to rapsandhustles.com. That's R A P A N D H U S T L E S.com. Go there, let them know that Straight Out the Dance sent you, your fans of the podcast, and you want to be connected with them. Go there right now, check it out, and let us know what you think. And most importantly, let Raps and Hustles know that, hey, Straight Out the Dance sent you. Hey, what's going on, people? It's Jay Good at StraightOutTheDan.com, and uh, I'd like to welcome you to the Straight Out the Dan podcast. And, and today we have a, um, I guess you could say a, a two-timer, man. This is the second time he's on the podcast. And uh, the last time he came around when he, he dropped his uh, uh, project, the Meticulous EP, uh, excuse me, LP. And um, he's back around again. It's a new project that's dropping. And he wanted to call in and uh, just really sit down and chat with us and talk about not only the project, but, you know, his focus and, and how uh, things are going on, on the indie circuit for him. So uh, welcome back to the podcast, bro. How you doing? Thanks, man. That's good. How's everything? Oh man, everything's great, man. I, I can't complain at all. Uh, definitely can't complain. So first off, congratulations to you, man. I know you have another project that's um, due to come out. You said at the top of July, um, around that time. Yes, sir. Yeah, and yeah, it's a, uh, yeah, it's a um, instrumental project that's coming out on cassette okay. and also on digital formats as well. Dope, dope, dope. And, and you. so I see you doing the cassette again. Um, I did have the luxury of having the cassette. And I'll tell you, I haven't played the cassette at all, and I don't plan to play it. Uh, to me, it's, oh, it's, yeah. a, it's a collector's <laughs> item, and I don't want to do anything to taint it. You know what I mean? I don't want to I don't want to take any chances on messing that up, man. I said, I'm just going to keep it, and, and I'm, I'm going to look at it from time to time, but I'm never going to play that thing. I just play the digital version that I have on my phone, man. So I was like, no, nah, I'm not going to take that chance and, and mess up anything, <laughs> you know? But yeah, well, you know, it's it's quality uh, material. So if you do decide to play it, it will uh, it'll sound good in, in the speaker. Absolutely, and, and and I trust it will, man. I trust it will. So how everything been going with you, man? I think it's been like what maybe a year or so since we last talked. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, about a year. Um, I dropped my uh, LP uh, in July of last year, mm-hmm. and uh, I had actually planned on putting out this project a little earlier, with a couple bumps in the road and. Uh, you know, manufacturing, mixing ordeals uh, kind of prevented that. But yeah, I got another. It's kind of a. Uh, it's called the Chrome Tape, and it's sort of inspired by. Um, inspired by a trip I went to. I went to California a couple years ago, and just uh, driving around there, what I would envision listening to if I was rolling around in California. So it's kind of like that. Uh, that kind of feel to it. Okay, man, that's that's one of those places where to this day I still haven't. Um, been to Cali, man. I, I, I want to go so bad. I, I've I've heard from several people going to Cali is is literally like life changing moments, man. It's like it, it's a gift and a curse of Cali. Like the the two yeah. homeboys that I have out there say, like, man, the weather is so perfect that you can literally get lost. You know, it's just like 
<laughs> there, there are no, you know, cloudy days or, or rainy days or anything. It's just like perfect weather all the time. And you kind of get lost into that. Um, how, how was that able to um, affect your music and, and, you know, just the climate itself and just being in a different, um, a different place as opposed to where you are now? Um, I think, I mean, I've always been influenced by the West Coast sound, like from, you know, NWAs to the DJ Quicks and everything like that. Um, so I've always tried to incorporate that, incorporate that my own way. But um, I, I took a drive down the uh, Pacific Coast Highway and uh, just kind of looking out and seeing the ocean and uh, envisioning what I would want to listen to, like if I were mm. to make something. And... Um, yeah, like the, the front of it just has a classic car on it, and uh, just yeah, and you know, it, it's a beat tape, and I wanted it to come out on cassette. So if you do have a cassette, you can hmm. rock it in the car, and uh, you know, you know, not flip around and stuff. Just let it rock and enjoy your uh, enjoy your travel to wherever you're going. Yeah, man, that that the way you described it just then, especially with the, um, having an, a physical tape on hand, it, it just feels like you know, 1988 and or you know not early 90s and, and just really having that vibe of like you know where nothing else mattered it was all about getting to the record store getting that tape and um popping it in as soon as you you possibly can um for you this being the, the second go around with with the project that you're putting on tape um how important is it for you to just really number one have the capability to do that because like being independent you don't really have to answer to anybody. It's like, hey, I want to put this project on the tape. Let me put this project on the tape. Well, I first I had such a good response from the tape. Uh, I had never I had never put anything out, obviously, on tape before, and I didn't realize there was like this niche tape culture that just mm -hmm. you know eats up hip hop projects on cassette. Like, I'll just I'll just see people like posting on Instagram or, or whatever, just really hungry for those cassettes. And I think I gained a few new fans uh, just from putting it on cassette. And um, I've been working with a label in Maryland who put out my LP and then it's going to put this out. Um, and I just I just appreciate the physical product uh, more than anything and the retro vibe to it. And also, like, I love vinyl. I still collect a lot of vinyl, but the way it is and how pressing plants are, it takes so long to put your stuff out on vinyl. Mm -hmm. And uh, the turnaround time for tape is like, you know, a fraction of what it would be for a for a, a piece of vinyl. Gotcha. And uh, it would never, you know, it would be unlikely to come out on vinyl around the same time as it was released on the tape and digital. So I just, you know, I just, I'm just sticking with tapes right now. Yeah, that's cool, man. I mean, you you you've carved out your own niche. You know what I mean? Like, you you don't see that many people releasing things on tape that often. Um, and, and to be honest with you, you and I I, I want to say the Audible Doctor was probably the only two like the first two people that I knew of that that put something out on, as far from an indie perspective on tape. Um, and I always thought that was dope just to be able to do that. You know, and, and come out with quality music. In that form, you know, in that format. Um, I, w I was going to ask you about, you know, just being the type of producer and artist that you are right now, uh, those financial freedoms and also that independence. You know, some of those, um, I, I, I don't want to necessarily go talk about the pitfalls, but uh, 
having that independence and being able to move how you want to move, like, where have you seen that really um, work in your favor right now, currently? I'm, I'm not sure I uh, understand. What, are you saying, like, um, the freedom of being independent and not having to answer to anyone? Yeah, yeah. How is that working in your favor? Because we hear people talk about now, like, oh, I'm independent. I can do what I want to do. But I don't think sometimes that that truly translates into being able to be successful. So for you, like, exactly what does that mean, being able to, be, you know, be free to do whatever you want to do? And how has that worked for you in your favor? Um, I think I think the misconception when people say I'm, I'm indie now, they can do what they want. When then, Whenever they reach a certain level, they still have, you know, PR teams working for them. So it's not like they're doing it themselves. Like for me right now, I am I am the definition of the word indie. I'm doing pretty much everything myself, word of mouth. Everything is, is mine, which which has its advantages. But like the, the main disadvantage, I would say, is uh, more um, like more press. Like, more mm. press usually, it, it doesn't always generate more sales, but um, being in your face a lot more definitely translates to more eyeballs and more attention. So, gotcha. you know, it has, it, there's there's its ups and downs, but the biggest blessing I have is I do whatever I want. I make whatever I want. I don't answer to anyone. I don't have to listen to someone say, oh, we need you to make something, something like this. Um, you know, so it's. I'm. I have complete creative freedom, and that's, that's gotcha. probably the best part. That's what I was getting to. That creative freedom to like really do what you want to do. I, I think it's safe to say that anyone that's been in in this industry for at least a couple of years, seriously been in this industry, will know that at some point in time you're going to be asked to do a couple of things that you may not want to do. And when you're kind of tied to a, a, you know, that major label type thing, you, a lot of times it leaves you no choice but to kind of do what. They say, dude, they're, they're cutting the check. And, you know, if you want your music to consistently come out, uh, then that's going to be your best shot. But on the other hand, with what the route that you're taking, you're truly in creative control to do what you want to do. Um, with this project here, man, like what would be the, the main difference you would say between this and the meticulous LP besides just, you know, the, the obvious, the, the beat tape? Um, I would say it's... Um it's a lot more, uh, uh, I don't want to say vibey because I try to keep my projects very, like it has a vibe, but this, this vibe is, uh, a lot more, a lot more chill. Um, I put out two instrumental projects called Mellow Instros and Mellow Two. Mm -hmm. And this is, this is, it's not necessarily on the same Mellow vibe. Um, but it's just kind of like one of those things where you, you, you pop it in, you rock it, you you vibe like you. Just, that, that's just how I. That's how I feel when I put it in right from the beginning. Cause it's not. It's not all just chill joints, but it it has uh, some aggressive tracks like you would you would listen to with your windows down, your speakers bumping, and then there's some where you just like late night, you have a beer or something, and you just chill gotcha. out, listen to beats. Got you. Now I'm gonna ask you something, man. That I always want to ask producers when they drop instrumental projects, right? Do you encourage rappers to rap over the beats, or do you want people to listen to the instrumental album like there were words there? Well, my approach always when I make music is for a rapper. 
but when I get in a certain vibe and I have a collection of beats that kind of tell a story that I want to tell, I would, I, I love to just put out those, those instrumentals as a, as a collection. If someone were to hear them down the road and, and be inspired to rap on them for a project, I would absolutely encourage that. But it's one of those things where I've released instrumental projects and people will just take them rap on them and say produced by meticulous i mean that's just yeah that's <laughs> that's not the intention like yeah yeah absolutely absolutely there, like, there, should, <laughs> I, there should be some sort of dialogue back and forth and be and, and like if i've never met you or or something like that and tell me what you're about and stuff that then we can go from there but straight up jack and the, the, the beat and rapping on it and say i produced it that's a whole nother story yeah now uh, I got you, man. And, and it's one of those things where I feel there, there's such a gray area with that because at one on one hand, it's like, oh, they see instrumental album. It's like, OK, these are a bunch of instrumentals. They're here for me to rock to. And, and it really comes back to what you said, though, the dialogue, like at least include me in the conversation. Give me a heads up to call me and say like, hey, man, I love this instrumental. I don't know if you're planning to use it for anything else, but I would love to, you know, rap over it and showcase my talent on it. Just want to know if I can have your blessings with it. You know, something. There there has to be some yeah. type of dialogue, not just like, Absolutely. yeah, yeah, like the meticulous, like, yeah. Yeah, I've learned that uh, my first two instrumental projects I released for free, mm -hmm. and those were the most, the most wrapped over beats that I've ever had. And I, <laughs> you know, you, you generally correlate that with free, you know, yeah. and they were released, you know, they were released properly. They were released through, you know, blog channels and whatever, whatnot. But, um, yeah, I, I would see on SoundCloud just pop up produced by meticulous. I'm like, man, I don't even know these people. Yeah. <laughs> like, and that's not, not to discourage people from rapping. Just have that dialogue with the producer. It's just about, uh, you know, respect for that, other person's uh craft yeah no i, I agree 100 man I've, I've always been a fan of like there should be dialogue and there should be a relationship between producer and rapper and this is not just you know when you drop an instrumental project but i mean working in general like of course with the event of technology we we do have the capability to work with somebody that's you know twenty thousand miles away or whatever and uh still be able to create something beautiful but I always feel like there should be some type of conversation going back and forth with the intent of making, you know, quality music and not just like pulling a bunch of instrumentals and rapping your heart out of them. And, you know, yeah. that's it. You know, there has to be some type of uh, conversation. Um, so with this project here, you say you're going to release it on tape. Um, is there anything else that you're doing with this? Any any other merch things? I know you had stickers and things like that last go around. Is there going to be something extra added um on this project um actually on the project itself uh is the instrumentals to the ep that i did with audible doctor back in 2013 oh, dope 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 the, the, the manual so that so but that that um it only comes on cassette so you'll only be able to listen to those instrumentals on the cassette there will not be a digital version of that uh of those instrumentals that's the that's the b side the a side is the entire uh chrome tape project Man, that's 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 um, I see what you're doing there, man. I I know exactly what you're doing right there. That that makes it even more inclusive and and it feels more like that what I said earlier, like a collector's item. You know, that's something that you want to hold on to. You don't just want to throw it 
in a uh, closet somewhere. It's like you want to kind of cherish that and sit it up there on, on your on your mantelpiece or wherever you you have your collectibles and and, and that's something that you're going to truly remember for the rest of your life. I love that. Definitely love that. Yeah, I appreciate it. And um, you know, not, you know, with a lot of stuff out now, um, people people miss. I mean, people have missed my EP. People have missed the LP, and people missed the project I did with Audible Doctor, and that's. Uh, actually one of my favorite projects i put out so uh it'll just give people a chance to come back around if they like the beats they can uh download the whole project as well absolutely you know speaking of that um being able to release older music right uh i had a podcast where i where i talked about should you re-release your music and um i, I went over all of that that conversation saying like you know it's always new to somebody else if they've never heard it and exactly. using that same model with the tape when you're releasing these instrumentals, um, how far in the in the planning process uh, did you realize that that's something that you wanted to do, and and was the motivation behind that truly just to get people to uh, uh, listen and, and understand some of your previous catalog? That's yeah, that's absolutely it. Because um, I like with the way the music industry is now, and if it's not in your face, like I feel like the only way you know something's out is if it's in your face, you know. 50 times a day like you know when the new rick ross album comes out mm-hmm. you're not gonna you're not gonna know when the, when the new meticulous album comes out even if it is covered on okay player and uh ego trip and all that stuff so um i'm actually i'm actually almost finished with my next instrumental album which will come out late in the fall and i'm going to do a similar situation with the b-side on a project that i've I put out and released the instrumental to that as well so it's just about bringing it back around and hopefully people uh, are able to hear it uh, in some form. Dope, dope. Absolutely, man. Uh, Well, you know, I I definitely appreciate um, just what you're doing as a producer, man, and and really uh, shaping your sound and staying true to your sound at that and and releasing and getting people to love your music for what it is. Uh, But before we get out of here, man, what else did did you want to leave with the people um, as far as the project? Uh, How can they connect with you? Uh, where will the project be? You know, how can they purchase it? All of that good stuff. Well, uh, the project will be available direct through me. Um, it's uh, on my Bandcamp, uh, Meticulous21, M-A-T-I-C-U-L-O-U-S-2-1, uh, .bandcamp.com. And it's also available through the label, uh, IHadAnAccidentRecords.com, and that's their Bandcamp page. And there will also be, uh, if you go to Fat Beats, it'll be on Fat Beats, um, they're gonna they're gonna distribute it, so it should be it should make it into stores. Uh, my and if people listening to this on the West Coast, Amoeba, all three Amoebas have my um, my LP on cassette, and they also have my EP on vinyl. Dope. So uh, for those people out there, and uh, hit me up on Twitter. It's meticulous twenty one. Um, Instagram is just meticulous, and um, I'm thinking about joining snapchat too i'm not, i don't know uh, hey go for it man go for yeah, it <laughs> yeah that's, that's, everyone's like you gotta get on snapchat so yeah yeah that'll be that'll be meticulous yeah snapchat snapchat is is one of those um it's weird, man, because I, I don't know about you, but I'm I'm mostly a private person. But Snapchat, you have to show something, you know. If not, it's not as fun. So, uh, but I say, you know, try it out, enjoy it, have fun with it, you know, figure out your own lane with it, and, and just explore, you know, uh, definitely. But you, you know, you got to be where the people are at, you know what I mean? And, and they on Snapchat yeah, right yeah. now. They're definitely on Snapchat. So look, bro, um, I appreciate you calling in, man. Um, hope to 
build with you some more, man. I, and hopefully I'll be in New York sometime uh, late summer. So if I if I do make that trip, um, I'll definitely hit you up and please, see if we can connect. Please man. hit me up. Yeah, absolutely, up. absolutely, bro. Oh, uh, one more thing. I'm sure sorry, thing. I no, you good. This, uh, I started doing uh, this thing on Bandcamp uh, called Instrumental Mondays. Every other Monday, I've been releasing an instrumental for a dollar. And um, for any, anyone listening, if, uh, if you're a fan of mine, you can get some unreleased, uh, previously unheard beats that aren't on any projects uh, for a dollar. Dope, dope, dope. That's what I'm talking about, man. It's all about figuring out ways to, to engage with the fans. And, and number two, get fans to spend money, man. Like, hey, y'all. This music is not free. It costs everyone's money to to create this music. So you got to support the artist. So uh, with that being said, make sure you uh, pick up the the project. It's going to be um, early July. And give me the name again. It's called the Chrome Tape. The Chrome the Chrome Tape. Though, so I, I'm thinking, is the tape going to be Chrome or hold on? What what, what are we doing here? Yeah, it's a, <laughs> okay. it's a Chrome. It's a chrome tape. Uh, if, if you go on my Instagram page, you'll see the artwork for the front, and you'll actually see the front of the tape itself. It's the grill okay. of the car, and oh, the lights man. are where the where the wheels are. Man, that's dope. That's dope. I'm I'm looking forward to getting one myself, man. I'll definitely uh, be picking it up uh, like I got the last tape, man. So, hey, thank you once again for joining us on the podcast, bro. Hope to talk to you soon, okay? Yeah, thank you, man. I appreciate it. This is uh, my third time on your show, so I really uh, appreciate your support. Oh, man. Yeah, three. I forgot it was uh, once with, um, oh, hold on. The John Quest. The John Quest. Oh, project. man. I, first time you I completely me. forgot about that interview, dude. I completely forgot about that one. Yeah, that's dope, man. For real. Thank you for being like, such. you know, thank you for just giving us quality music to make us even want to reach out. That that goes yeah. without saying, you know, definitely goes Pleasure's without saying. Mine. Yeah, absolutely, man. But like I tell you guys all the time, man, if you have a dream, pray on that dream, research that dream, and work until that dream becomes reality. And with that being said, I'm Jay Good, straight out the den. He's meticulous. We out. Peace.